What do magazines, celebrities, and fitness bloggers all have in common? They seem to want to tell you what to eat, how to exercise, and which products to buy to live a healthier lifestyle. But it can be way more complicated than that. And for those who continually struggle to lose weight and live healthy, there may be a better way. We're going to talk about it today with Dr. Michael Taylor, a family physician and obesity medicine specialist at Health First. This is Putting Your Health First, a podcast by Health First. I'm your host, Prakash Chandran. So, Dr. Taylor, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. I first wanted to start just with the basics here and have you just explain to us what obesity and obesity medicine is. Sure. Well, you know, first and foremost, thanks for having me, Prakash. I really appreciate it. I'm happy to be joining the podcast. In and of itself, obesity is now something that we're classifying as a chronic disease like we would any other chronic disease. And the simple definition is it's disease of excess body weight or more specifically excess body fat. And what we're learning over time is that this excess weight can certainly cause a variety of health issues and health problems that really can cause some long-term effects down the road. So, Obesity medicine in itself is a newer branch, or I would say, of medicine that focuses solely on the treatment of obesity and its effects on health. So we really look at a kind of a holistic picture of patients, and we have a variety of options, including lifestyle management, nutrition, exercise, of course, all the typical things we think of. But now we're starting to get a little bit newer medications in the wheelhouse that we use quite often for patients that are suffering from obesity. Yeah, it's really good to hear that there is a discipline in medicine that focuses on this. I wanted to ask maybe a question to expand on obesity. Do you have certain measures that tell someone when that excess body weight or body fat is a little bit too much? Sure. And we typically always think of the scale, you know, we always think of the scale and certainly that scale can give us all some anxiety. So weight is the first and foremost thing that we think of when when we're looking at obesity. And most importantly, there's a metric called the BMI or the body mass index that looks at your height to body weight ratio. Now, that's a good tool that gives us an accurate measurement on whether or not we actually have obesity. And you would have obesity if you meet a certain criteria. Usually a BMI over 30 is classified for obesity. Any BMI over 40 is actually severe obesity. Now, the BMI is a good tool, but it's not the greatest. Some people like bodybuilders, for instance, can have a high BMI, but actually have little body fat and be very healthy. And other people can have health ailments that cause an elevated BMI. So that's one of many factors that we utilize to look at someone's body weight and the health effects of obesity. And that is pretty typical with what we use. But we also have ways to measure body fat percentage. We have ways to measure your body's ability to burn energy and metabolize energy. So a lot of different tools out there and a lot of newer tools out there too. So you were starting to touch on this, but can you talk a little bit about the health risks of actually being obese? Sure. Well, there's, you know, over 100 plus documented health effects of obesity. And most importantly, I would say the most common health effects is typically what we see in obese societies such as Western worlds, you know, the United States, parts of Europe, Australia, where we're seeing these high rates of obesity. We're seeing a lot of heart disease. We're seeing obviously a lot of diabetes and type 2 diabetes. We see a lot of liver disease now is actually extraordinarily common with excess body weight. We also see the musculoskeletal effects of excess weight. You have a lot of weight that puts a lot of pressure on your joints, 
knee, hip arthritis, lower back pain. That's just a few to name, you know, again, hundreds of different health effects of obesity. You know, there may be people listening to this that are obese themselves, and they've got to be wondering what exactly causes obesity in the first place and why is it so difficult to lose weight? Is this something that you can speak to? Oh, man, that's a tough question. And, you know, there's no one simple answer. There's really no one right answer on the cause of obesity. But if you look at the overwhelming evidence, we can find that obesity rates have climbed drastically really over in the past 50 years, especially in Western societies. So we certainly know that our way of life where we have access to food, you know, almost 24-7 access to food, a lot of this food being non-nutritious food and fast food that's created to be addictive. We also have a society where we like to sit at desks now. We are constantly on our computers, sat at a desk with little activity. We don't get outside as much to get the sunlight and the vitamin D that's necessary to make our body function. So definitely a variety of causes of obesity, and certainly genetics is a huge factor too. When you do look at the genetic side, you are more likely to have excess body weight and obesity if you're mother, father, grandfather, grandparent had that as well. But that's, again, a component of a much bigger picture, including lifestyle. So when I speak to my patients, I look at almost the big picture and what could be you know, preventing us from losing weight. Could it be diet? Could it be exercise? Could it be genetics? Could it be an undiagnosed condition that predisposes us to obesity? So I really try and look at all the factors and try and pinpoint you know, the likely cause, but not necessarily the only cause. And when that cause is identified, can you talk a little bit about treatment options? You know, in general, as you evaluate all of these things, non-surgical treatments as well as surgical? Sure. And, you know, most commonly the cause is related to our lifestyle. And that certainly is we typically eat too much and we are, again, surrounded in an environment with addictive food. And it makes it very difficult to limit that. So first treatment, of course, is always making lifestyle changes, incorporating healthier foods into the diet, really trying to limit the fast foods, the takeouts, the restaurant eating, and really just incorporating a wide variety of nutritious fruits, vegetables, you know, lean protein, all sorts of varied food and nutrition to really support the body. And not necessarily always just focusing on the weight portion of that, but really just trying to focus on a good, solid nutrition foundation. So that plus, you know, getting some activity and exercise are certainly the mainstays of therapy. But on the other side of that, of course, there are newer medication options out there that do help people reduce the amount of food that they take in by reducing their cravings for food, especially those very non-nutritious foods. You know, we typically call them junk food, you know high-calorie, non-nutritious foods. So one of the things that I have here that I wanted to talk to you about was this new FIT medical weight loss program. Can you talk at a high level about what that is? Yeah, new FIT is, you know, within the Health First Health System is our all-encompassing program that looks, again, at the entire picture of someone's weight history. So my position within the program is the non-surgical option. So I, you know, really dive into history of obesity, eating patterns, look at activity patterns, and then I obviously manage medications that can help assist people losing weight. On that, though, we also have our bariatric surgeons, Dr. Tu and Dr. Allison, both tremendous, tremendous surgeons with a wealth of experience, and they do our bariatric surgery or weight loss surgery. Encompassed within that, too, we have our physician assistants who support those surgeons, as well as nutrition, 
And we're also bringing in a behavioral specialist, a behavioral health specialist to really focus on almost the counseling aspect to why we eat, when we eat, why we overeat, you know, and our feelings associated with food. So it's a, a very great group that we have. And I'm proud to say that I've been, you know, added into the program because we are one of the few in the state that incorporate all of these things together, which is great. Yeah, it really sounds like a comprehensive multidisciplinary team that is available to evaluate each individual to really tailor their treatment plan to them specifically and figure out that everyone brings that different perspective, what is going to serve them best. Is that correct? That would be absolutely correct. Yes. Multidisciplinary. And again, I agree with it. We almost tailor the individual treatment for the patient based on their history. So does everyone qualify for new fit? Can you talk a little bit more about how one might get into it? Sure. So, you know, I'm getting back to that BMI category. So anyone that is overweight or has excessive weight or has a BMI greater than 27, if they have a comorbid, which is a condition caused from excessive weight, such as high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, pre-diabetes, all of these things would meet criteria to be a candidate for the program. To be a candidate for surgery, that is slightly different, but just to be involved in the program itself, whether it's non-surgical, nutrition, behavioral, usually the criteria is being overweight with a condition or being obese. So for the people that are listening to this that have tried everything and now they want something or they're hearing about this thing that's more tailored to them, NewFit seems like it might be a good option for them. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. And again, when it comes to weight loss, it's a lifetime struggle. You know, I say we're another tool in the toolbox. The only difference is our toolbox has lots of tools in it. So, you know, we really can, again, tailor their treatment and really, you know, take our time and evaluate the patient and look at a long list of factors that have brought them to the position, you know, they're in now. So one of the great things that we're proud about. So just before we close, one thing I always like to ask is, I know that you've probably seen lots of obese patients with different emotional dispositions. Maybe a lot of them think that this is going to be a really hard journey. If there is one thing that you know to be true that you would like to leave with our audience or those patients that might potentially come to you, what would that be? That's a very good question. And I try and emphasize this with my patients quite often. So even if we do not have successful weight loss, if my patients are feeling good about themselves, if they're feeling good mentally, if they're feeling good about the path that they're on, that's what satisfies me and that's what makes me happy. You know, weight loss, of course, is important for the health effects, but just even, you know, a slight weight loss can drastically change someone's health. So, you know, we may not be meeting every goal possible, but ultimately, if you're feeling good physically, you're feeling good mentally, and you're happy, then I'm happy. Dr. Taylor, I think that is the perfect place to end. Thank you so much for your time today. You're very welcome. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. That was Dr. Michael Taylor, a family physician and obesity medicine specialist at Health First. To learn more about NewFit, Health First's weight loss program, you can visit hf.org slash newfit. If you found this podcast to be helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. Thanks again for listening to Putting Your Health First. My name is Prakash Chandran. Be well. Be well.